Welcome in. It is time for another episode of the Football's Life podcast. It's your host, as usual, Eric Westland, and uh, we're back to the two of us. Know it is just me and you. How you doing, man? Ah, oh, it's like a breath of fresh air, isn't it? <laughs> uh, what does that say about our guests? I think it says plenty. I think uh, I think you can figure that one out. So <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm not gonna lie. Our guests have been cursed because DeYoung came on the episode like three weeks ago saying how he's got this massive game plan. He's going to tank just enough to where he's going to get that first round by, but he's going to stay good enough to where he's going to be competitive in the, in the playoffs. And uh, he's won two in a row and he's not in a position for that first round by uh, <laughs> sucks to suck. And then Zach Viss, we had him on a couple weeks ago, uh, actually last week. And unfortunately, he has lost two in a row. So, and he's Get trying bodied. to tell us about his his master game plan, and unfortunately, it ends up in another loss. So, apparently, showing up on this on this podcast with us means you are not going to be happy with your next week's results. So, but remember, Zach Viss, he likes those early round picks. He doesn't put any stock in those fourth rounders, but all he's got is yeah. three fourth rounders for next year. So. <laughs> It's working out good for him. <laughs> That's, that actually made me laugh a lot when he's like, man, my game plan is just only stock up on first and seconds and try to just keep the quality players on my team. I look, no first or seconds this year. Yeah. And it's all third and fourth round picks. Like, Here's the thing. You know because – well, I know because I've done this on this podcast that he was like just like – you know, freestyling, right? Just like talking while he's thinking, not looking at anything. And he's just telling his opinion how he doesn't put any stock in his fourth round picks. But you know that as he was saying that, he was looking at his team and he's like, Oh, thinking, crap. Oh, crap. I got to backtrack a little bit. All I got is fourth round picks for next I year. I got one third and three fourths. <laughs> I, uh, think, I think his heart, his heart only wants first and seconds. But in reality, it's just it's just not happening. But that's okay. So we still love you. I have a question here. Oh, no. Is Christian McCaffrey going to win Dykstra the league? Because no, I'm, no chance. Really, no chance. Really. I, I say I say I I put it at a hefty DeYoung upset of four <laughs> percent. So. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Okay. Look at his roster, dude. Okay. He is, no, like that's he, <coughs> the the problem is he has zero depth. Okay, that like, that's that's my point though. That's what I'm getting to. And, and is, so in the in the playoffs, Christian McCaffrey will have one mediocre by most people, but like well, mediocre for his standard, great for other people. Like Christian McCaffrey will have one game where he gets less than twenty points. Yeah, hold and, on. And, and that one game, Dykstra's going to lose. So that's my point, though, but that I was kind of getting to. Oh, my is bad. That, no, it's <laughs> all right. Christian McCaffrey is possibly having a year kind of like they talk about LaDainian Tomlinson had. He's he's um, on pace to beat LaDainian Tomlinson's uh, MVP year. Right. Like that year, it was said that it didn't matter what crappy team you had. If you had Tomlinson on your team. Like, it probably won you the league or second place. Like, 
it was just that crazy. Like, if you had him on your team, it practically won you the league. Yeah. So that's what I'm wondering. Even with zero depth, I think it's highly possible that Dykstra still could take it just because Christian McCaffrey is that insanely good. I will actually slightly backtrack. I'm going to... I'm going to raise it from 4% to 45%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the reason is, I just looked at the schedule. He's Dak Dykstra is pretty much already in the playoffs. Yes. Uh, like you're probably only you're probably going to need 7 wins to make it to the playoffs. 8 will guarantee it. And he already has 7 wins. So, like I think I think he's in. Um his playoffs for McCaffrey Atlanta, week 14. You know he's going to go off. Seattle, week 15. He's going to go off. Yep. And then Indianapolis. He's going to go off. Absolutely. Like, those, unfortunately, those three teams aren't, and I don't think any of them are capable of stopping McCaffrey. I mean, just, I just keep marveling the year he's having. It's insane. There's so much green. It is insane. Like, I have him in a in a vampire league, and my roster is like it's okay, like it's it's average at best in my opinion. Like you know, I had Antonio Brown, and we all know how that went. And like, in in this vampire league, like there's no ad drops. It's only you can only acquire players through trading. And McCaffrey is like single handedly just tearing it up for me. It's insane what he's doing. Yeah, he's on pace for 26 total touchdowns this year. That is some bizarre. quarterbacks. Some quarterbacks will not get 26 total touchdowns. 26. I'm looking, and week six, he averaged 1.4 yards per carry. Now that's terrible, right? Yep. One 1.4 yards per carry. He ended up with 20 points for that week for fantasy. Yeah, see, like, it's just... <laughs> That's his second worst game. His second worst game is 19.7 points. I just... If <laughs> McCaffrey stays healthy, I would be shocked if Dykstra lands outside of the top three at the end of the year. Uh, Based off of that schedule, I'll be shocked if, if Dykstra doesn't, doesn't get first or second. Yeah. Yeah. I like, mean, it's just... The Colts, out of the three playoff teams have the best shot of stopping him and, and i still don't think there is like i think no. if as long as mccaffrey is healthy dykstra is going to be in good company but i think the only bad game he had was against the bucks in week two i yep. believe and then the other the other bad game which was 19.7 points was also against the bucks so he's not playing them again yeah yeah but yeah looking at his his backups though it's not great. So if, if injuries still linger, like if Adam Thielen doesn't recover from that hamstring problem, um, if, if Adams re-injures that toe, like he's going to be in some, some hurt. But McCaffrey could do it. And Chubb. Chubb can still explode. Like that guy. Yeah. That guy can go off. Yeah. Holy crap. Um, yeah, let's, let's look at uh, – Thursday night we've watched a little bit of it it's still going on um I think you've watched a little more than I have what's what's kind of your take for so far for this Thursday night game um it's kind of just like 
it it just shows that both these teams are very average. But this is what's great about the NFL is both these teams, you know, still have a shot. Um, especially with um, Patrick Mahomes being injured lately, although it looks like he'll be back soon. But, you know, both these teams have the opportunity to still explode. And, like, it's kind of two opposite tails, right? Like, the Chargers were supposed to be really good. And yeah. um, they've clearly disappointed. Now, injuries have played a huge role into that. But they've disappointed, whereas the Raiders have kind of surprised. Even though they're only 500, nobody predicted them to be tearing up the league. But And they haven't torn up the league, per se. But they've done much better than expectations. Especially I their offense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And their offensive line kind of looks like the offensive line of a couple years ago when they were yep. just dominating. they were top two or three every year. Yeah. So And it's just it's interesting because Derek Carr is just – his moments where he looks like a top 10 quarterback and then moments when he just looks lost. So I'll be interesting. I, I kind of like what John Gruden's doing with the Raiders. I'm just really interested to see how the next few years play out for them. And there's just a lot of players I really like on the Raiders, like Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs and Hunter Renfro. And, um, well, yeah. they're, they're doing this well already. And, and because of that Khalil Mack trade, they still have so many picks. Like, yeah, they still got like two more years of a lot of great picks. So like, even if they start, like even if they take the next step next year, they're still going to be loaded and, and with potential. So yeah, I think absolutely. I think Gruden's done a great job. Yeah, um, for fantasy wise, it kind of feels bad for Jay Cozier because although Melvin Gordon's doing great for him, Philip Rivers is not doing good. So they're kind of no. canceling each other out. Otherwise, uh, I saw that G Money did a little comment in the in the chat. Unfortunately, for most people in the league, like all the all like the scoring and most like the big stuff that's going on, it's going to fantasy irrelevant guys. Yes, which sucks. So that <laughs> that always sucks when it's a primetime game and you're watching like fullbacks getting touchdowns. Like that that feels bad for everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one thing I'm a little shocked of. Noah is you started Derek Carr over Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Is that yep. because you were worried that Mahomes wouldn't start this week? Yeah, I mean it, it does look like he probably will start, but I just decided to play it s- safe than safe. sorry because yeah. if something happens where I mean we've seen it happen a lot where it's like, "Oh, he did practice, but you know, they're probably going to win the division, so they just want to play it on the safe side, blah, 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 this and so that. So you mean like A.J. Green? <laughs> exactly. Where he practiced, oh, yeah, he's good to go for this week. Oh, wait, no, exactly. he's probably out for another few weeks. And the difference is, being in a dynasty, like, who the heck would I pick up off the waiver wire if I decided to start Mahomes, you know, and then well, Carr's already played Thursday night, then Mahomes has a setback. Well, like, well let me look. Uh, Andy Dalton? E- oh yeah that'd be Rot- great no wait andy yeah. Dalton's not playing you're oh actually, yeah you're actually down to one person there's one person that you could play fits magic baby uh. <laughs> that's not the worst it actually wouldn't have been the worst but you could have thrown in ryan fitzpatrick the only guy on waivers that's probably going to start this week yeah i'll take my chances with Derek Carr. <laughs> he's not <coming laughs> out today 
Yeah. And he's been really good in Mahomes' absence, so we'll see. What? Oh, oh, for you. I was thinking of Matt Moore. I was like, wait. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, sorry yeah, for yeah, my I, team. Yeah, I'm yeah, so selfish. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, otherwise, like, this game's been all right. It's been a yeah. lot of a lot of running the ball. Good it's for like, Jay Cozier. It hasn't been, like, the greatest quality football necessarily. But there's still been touchdowns, and there's been lead changes, so, yeah, I'm interested. It's better Probably than the beginning, watch the, rest of it. beginning of the year had a lot of duds, so I'm, I'm happy with these kind of primetime games. Yeah. Uh, let's look at last week, week nine, little review check. What was some surprises and things that stuck out for you in, in last week? Well, I'll tell you what didn't surprise me is when you babbled on like, oh, ready for your free win, free win. I kept telling you to shut up because I know that'll curse you every time. Whenever someone says, oh, I'm <laughs> terrible, you're going to beat me this week, I always lose. Every time. Every time. Whether it's a text or a call or I see them in person or I'm facing them in fantasy. And they're like, hey, ready for your free win? I'm like, hey, could you shut up real quick? And then, you know, comes the fantasy Come Sunday, I'm sitting down watching football, ready for my free win. And they're like, hey, can I just like screw this up for you real quick? Would that be good? Would that be well, good? Oh, I should have yeah. yeah, learned. Can I get a little Jamison Crowder? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that's nice. Can Russell yeah. Wilson put up 40? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just beat me with my own favorite player. That's cool, you know? <laughs> I should have learned, too, because I said it the week before to Drake. I said, that. oh, congrats, Drake, on your free win. And I almost freaking won that one. Drake yeah. only scored 80 points, and I almost beat him, and I was crapping my pants. And sure enough, so, I doubled down, and I did it to you. And, uh, so if and you want to be in the loser's bracket, maybe you should shut up or something, you know? <laughs> I know. I know. We both we both wanted you to win, and we, just, we were sitting there watching Russell Wilson take that away from both of us. Oh He's just... Goodness. Hold my beer. I'm I'm taking this game over forty points. How yeah. does how's it feel? Like he he was forty percent of my points this week. <laughs> so frustrating. And like my running backs, with exception to Eckler, were just like, hey, like can we just take the week off? You know. Oh yeah, Aaron Jones sucked. Well, yeah. all of the Packers sucked. Yeah, what happened with that? Like, Dykstra, can we get an explanation? Why did your team totally shat the bed? Yeah, the, the Raiders are having no troubles against the, the Chargers. Yep. Why Why did, Why did? is your team having so much trouble? What happened, bro? I thought they were supposed to be a, uh, a Super Bowl contender. Maybe we should shut up just in case we get waxed by the 49ers on Monday night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the guys I work with quite a bit. Um, he is a massive 49ers fan. Ew, that's just And so we've been going back and forth and we talk and he's an awesome guy. But what? We we both we both agree that 49ers are are probably going to win, but if they don't, it's because Russell Wilson's just going to go ham again. So Oh yeah. I am yeah. really nervous for this game. Me too. Although Honestly, he said like he said he was nervous because primetime Russell Wilson is amazing oh dude like it's for so sure, good the pressure's on the 49ers absolutely oh 100 percent. absolutely like that's what i kind of like is like we don't have a ton to lose the only yeah. way we would look bad is if it was like 
when the Niners played the Panthers, right? Like 51 yeah, to 13. Yeah, they just smoke us. Yeah. So, like, honestly, if we lose but we're competitive, I'm fine with that. It's in San yeah. Francisco. Yep, like, it's in San Fran. Their defense is so good. And, man, I'm hoping Quandre Diggs is there for us. Like, Because yeah, our okay. secondary is it's rough, is, it be- is it because he's doesn't he does he have a hamstring injury or something i don't know I yeah don't know. we traded for him and he's uh not feeling great apparently yeah. and then josh gordon should play though yep that'd be oh that'd be, be sweet yep. i'm r- dude josh gordon on one side dk on the other with tyler lockett streaking up the gut like yep that's awesome even Freaking if he doesn't fantastic. catch a lot of balls josh gordon is just a threat downfield yeah it decoy. just opens more stuff up yep and man, the 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 narrative that DK Metcalf just runs the go route and that's it is garbage, garbage. A hundred percent. And he's proving that that's garbage. And I not mean, only that, I I think people underestimated because of how big and strong he is, him running after the catch. Dude, yeah. the the amount of guys he chucks to the ground with a stiff arm, and then just sprints for another ten to twenty yards, like. He is a monster. And, like, he was kind of the guy, you know, pre-draft of, well, he's so big he can make the contested catches, which he can. But he's also getting pretty good separation for how big the dude is. Yep. Because he, he's so, so freaking fast. I know. But Gosh. Any other ah, surprises from week nine? Oh, let's see here. Um, TJ's team uh, did not perform freaking tj can you start well. winning what is wrong <laughs> with your team dude you are killing me a i keep on picking you to upset and win and you keep letting me down b i want you to be ahead of me so i get the first round by quit sucking tj what are you doing oh my gosh and then stefan Diggs, two points one one catch and one carry what is he doing and then also also oh my why are you starting deontay johnson you start everybody and their mother knew that you should have started uh devin singletary this last week every everybody knew he was facing who was he He was facing washington why did you start deontay johnson over devin singletary y'all freaking left 20 points on the table gosh dang it tj we got to go through like manager one on one counseling with him. I would also say, um, I don't necessarily surprise, but maybe just how the beginning of the season went. It's kind of a surprise. Fantasy Football Express's team is starting to show out. I told you, Gor- Melvin Gordon's looking better. Matthew Stafford is tearing it up. Saquon Barkley's getting a better floor. Um, Sanders looks like a great pickup. Mike Evans, Zach He's number Ertz, one. Like, uh, yeah, Darren Waller. Yep. And he's got AP and Carlos Hyde on the bench. Uh, he's got James Conner that's going to eventually come back in a week and a half. Yep. Devontae Parker is looking better and better every week. Vance McDonald has a, you know, a decent AJ, floor. AJ Green hasn't like. even touched the field yet. Yeah. Like I, I was and, telling oh, you, by his way, team is Julio amazing. Jones, like, yeah, uh, his team is stacked. He's that guy where, like, a lot of our teams, like, if our teams are on, like, we're competitive with anybody, right? 
like he has a team where if they're at their best, like he's beating you by forty points. <laughs> yeah, or in like, yeah, yeah, or in Zach Viss's case, he's beating you by forty five. Exactly, and Zach Viss scored over a hundred points, <laughs> and Viss's team didn't even do that bad. <laughs> uh Zach Viss would have beaten one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven other people in the league. <laughs> That's twice in a row. Zach is one of the top half scorers with over 100 points, and he loses. <laughs> That's what happens when you're a guest on the podcast. Oh, I love it. And then uh, for me, I like. I just think it's, um, it's kind of a combination of Clay. I think Clay's team, he made a great trade for Josh Jacobs. His team is just balling out it's kind of a bummer because he's probably going to have to win out the rest of the year to make the playoffs but i i I just think that it's it's a pretty good sign for him to be able to be this competitive and and destroying it nice noah (laughs) you just had to say we're recording the pod right now had to what are you gonna do uh yeah no i think it's good and then poor g money i just i i actually like shed a little man tear every time I see G money score, because I know what his team could have been. And unfortunately it just won't be, it's just not going to happen this year. If he makes the playoff, it's because he just crawls to it, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's not looking good, man. No, I not looking good. Like we've talked about out of anybody, he's the guy I feel the most bad for just with the injuries and, uh yeah yeah all right looking forward week 10 what do you think um what's your your favorite matchup that you're looking forward to we don't have as many like juicy matchups but i am looking forward to uh fantasy football express versus drake uh just kind of this top seeding going on um yeah, Jay's, Jay Cozier has the chance to kind of pull away a little bit. Yeah, I'm really, really surprised that he played Phillip Rivers over Matthew Stafford. I am extremely surprised by that as well. Um, But, yeah, it'll be – we'll see. Allen Robinson has not played well because of his quarterback lately. Trubisky um, sucks so bad. So <laughs> bad. I know. It's brutal to watch the Bears play. I feel I feel terrible for them. What didn't they have like ten yards in the first half or something like that? Nine. Yep. Nine. Nine were- yards in the first half. How bad do you have to feel if you're on that Bears defense? Like you're doing all you can, you're busting your butt, and your offense has nine yards in a first half. That's insane. Yeah, oh. it's it's rough. <laughs> what a what a turn of narrative from last year to this year. And then all I see everywhere on like social media and stuff like that is the same photo of the Bears traded up. They gave a crap ton of picks to trade up to get Trubisky. And they ignored the fact that Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes were still in the, sa- in the same draft. Like well, they and- traded up to get trash and two legendary guys are just waiting behind. The Ugh. thing that also makes it look bad is it's not like Andy Reid and the Chiefs when they traded up from like 
the low twenties up to twelve yes. to get Mahomes. The Bears traded up one spot. They traded From up three all to those, two. They traded all those assets to go up one spot to get Trubisky. My favorite part is it was with the 49ers, and the 49ers weren't even looking at a quarterback. Nope. They were just paranoid that someone else was going to trade with the 49ers. So they're like, we're going to trade with the 49ers and give them everything we got. Ugh. What the crap are the Bears? Oh, it's so bad. It's <laughs> terrible. I don't understand why Tariq Cohen keeps going out there. <laughs> I don't understand. He is dropping passes, and, like, Montgomery is clearly a better receiving back than him. Like, I, I don't I don't understand that. Me and you in different leagues, you and you in this league, we both owned Montgomery at the beginning of the season for a while. And, and we both, not of us, <laughs> both of us ended up trading him. And neither of us traded him because we thought that he sucked. We traded him because between Nagy and Trubisky, there is a 0% chance that he was going to be a superstar. Exactly. It has nothing to do with his talent. I love his talent, and I still say I still did not want to make that trade with DeYoung. He just gave me an offer I felt like I couldn't refuse. But, yeah, it is all worry about Trubisky and Nagy in the system. Yeah. I mean, I think he's super talented. That offense Uh, has so so many weapons, it's unbelievable. It drives yeah. me nuts. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, my upset, I mean, no, no, my matchup, excuse me, my matchup of the week is uh, I'm actually stoked that this is even considered a matchup of the week. It's you, Noah, versus the ugly stepbrother, Zach DeYoung. <laughs> and I am jacked. Zach I'm DeYoung. To lose. Zach DeYoung is favored to win with a whopping 83 points. You're projected to lose with a whopping 79 points. Yep. Man, what a barn burner. I hey, am but the good thing is I have Mike Williams playing and halfway through the third quarter he has no catches and one tackle. So I'm really excited. <laughs> good thing about tackles his potential. are good thing tackles <laughs> count. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Just kidding. I still love Mike Williams, but ah, I, know, I, you know, I have him in a different league too. Throw him the ball pissed. or something, you know. It's not like he's not giant. Yeah. <sighs> Freaking nuts. Yeah. No, I think I think DeYoung um has got a, a legit shot like always though uh even though you're projected to lose i think Noah, you have the players that can just go out there and, and get 30 points uh DeYoung doesn't really have upside yeah, yeah DeYoung doesn't really have as much upside but his guys have been performing he's been beating people i think he's on a two-game win streak <laughs> who would have freaking thunk we gave him two two wins total all year i actually only gave him one you gave him two i gave him one and he's already at four what a he world is, we live in he is the goat of nicknames though i love austin hooper as dykstra's tight end one that's that's awesome oh what a life what a world we live in uh week 10 upsets i'll go first i think i'm going back to the well fourth time is the charm He's let me down every time. I need him to start winning, and he can do it. He's going against G Money, who is absolutely crippled. Life has life has gone against G Money this year. Yep. TJ, you gotta win, my man. I'm picking you to win this week. 
I might be cursing myself again, and you might be losing for a fourth time when I pick you. But, man, come through in the clutch. Please, I'm begging you. I need that bye week. Please, TJ, help her brother out. Hey, he's got Devin Singletary in the lineup, so. Oh, just, did he learn? Yeah. Apparently. Yes. yes. Devin Singletary is <laughs> going to go off this week. I'm actually looking to trade for him. TJ, respond to my trade offer. And if you don't like it, fix that attitude and let's make you like it. Let's let's make it happen. I want Singletary. <laughs> he's he's my boy. I just like Bills players. I I love Josh Allen. I like John Brown, even though I'll never own him again. I like yep. him. Uh, Bills Bills are my people. I want them to do well this year. Okay, that's it's very random. Is there a reason, yeah. or you just feel bad I just, for them? I, I, I feel bad for them. The yeah. AFC needs a new hero. I'm sick of the same old people. So yep. Come on, Bills. Yep. What do you got for an upset? My upset, I am taking Laser Dude over you. Um, yeah, you know, I I start to think of a good reason why he might win, and then I see two Tennessee Titan wide receivers in his flex spot. Uh, <laughs> not, not sure happening. what he got going on there, bud, but uh, I suppose he doesn't have – a ton of great options. So I guess can't blame him a ton. He doesn't have a lot of great options. I would be I'd a maybe little try Jared Cook over Humphreys, maybe. I would even maybe take a shot with Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Kareem Hunt uh-huh. might just hit a long play. Maybe. I feel like we gotta watch him first. He's been out of football for a while. Desperate times, we'll man. Desperate times. <laughs> True. <laughs> if i'd be i'd be shocked but you know what we said that de young couldn't beat this when he was supposed to lose by like 20 some and de young pulled it out so you know what laser dude you have a shot it's possible but i don't think it's gonna happen it's all right uh, i love we how have- we all have our tags and then our team name and <laughs> laser dude is team laser dude <laughs> <laughs> oh, for me, it just shows up as Team 7. <laughs> what? Yeah. On my computer, it shows up LaserDude18, Team 7. Mine says LaserDude18, Team LaserDude18. <laughs> Where's it? Oh, I Uncle. guess the Fantasy Football Express is also Team Fantasy Football Express. Yeah, it comes It comes as Team 8 to me. Yeah. Maybe some nicknames are... Maybe... Hey, hey. Maybe he should go back to Jay Cozier. And then his team name is FF Express. You hate the FF Express thing, don't you? Only because I hate saying it. <laughs> it's a good experience for me. I you. struggle so bad at saying it. That's why. You struggle at a lot of things. Um, we got no trades, so it, it was a yeah, boring yeah. week on the trade docket, which is okay. Yeah. Uh, but, Noah, you had something to kind of make up for that time you – Without me knowing, I'm jacked about it because you did some digging, some research, and uh, have a little special segment for us today. So what do you got? Yes, I love being a nerd. So I looked at the entire rookie draft from the beginning of this year, and I looked at the total points of each player in the entire four-round rookie draft. And just some interesting things. Uh and these numbers are skewed. They're also full PPR numbers, not half. Um, 
but the numbers are skewed just from like random big guys going off like Terry McLaurin in the third round and Daniel Jones in the fourth round and quarterbacks yeah. that actually got to play right quarterbacks because their numbers are inflated because they touch the ball constantly but anyway I'll just go through every player in the first round um 101 was Josh Jacobs he has 131 these are total points David Montgomery 99 Miles Sanders 98 Nikhil Harry's on IR Kyler Murray, 166, DK Metcalf, 112, Michael Hardman, 78, Daryl Henderson, 19, Paris Campbell, 33, Hawkinson, 63, Noah Fant, 62, Debo Samuel, 60. So, wow, it's crazy that some of those guys are that close to each other. I know. It's insane. What really surprised me <laughs> what? was like, TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant being so close together. Yes! And then Debo and, Samuel being right next to them. Like, if you asked me, yeah. like, Debo Samuel had a trash year and Hawkinson at least showed up. Yeah, but, like no, Debo they're, like, Samuel three. Debo feels so irrelevant right now. Yeah. that It's blowing my mind. And, yeah. and DK Metcalf, outside of QBs, which is Kyler Murray because QBs are, are inflated, DK Metcalf is the second most points out of the first round. Yeah. Like, and he has... Wow. The most points of any rookie wide receiver, fantasy-wise. Yeah. The Just next insane. closest is Terry McLaurin. But yeah, how, how many most. points does uh, Marquise Brown have? Marquise Brown. Uh, Marquise he's missed. Brown has he's missed 79. Like, and he's 79 missed like three points. games. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay, Hollywood. Yeah. So no, the total. That's insane. The, the total points from the first rounders is 926 926 points okay you go down you go down to the second round and i won't go through every player but the total points of the second round picks 443 less than half yep that is a massive drop so the stars in there you have aj brown had 86 devin singletary has been injured a bunch but still has he's gonna he's gonna start cooking yeah marquise brown was 79 Deontay Johnson, also 72. Which um, kill, blows my mind. Yep. The only the only goose egg in the second round is Hakeem Butler. Um, I believe he's injured, though. Yeah, he's been struggling with some stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, and then a lot of guys are just kind of, you know, average. Like the two Vikings, Irv Smith Jr., Alexander Madison. Irv Smith's at 39. Madison's at 41. Um, you know, Damian Harris has been kind of a bust rookie wise, you know, he still could be good in the future, but yeah, it's just really interesting. The huge drop off from the first to second. And then you get to the third round. Well, just sec, like the second round, if I'm looking at it right now, like literally like Marquise Brown has actually been all right when he's healthy. Um, Madison looks like a really valuable handcuff. Oh, absolutely. But, but, but Singletary is the only guy on in the second round that like, pops off the page that i think is going to be really really good and absolutely if we did this draft over again he would probably be a top four pick like he'd definitely be in the first round yep he'd be in the first round like i would probably take him in the top in the top four which is crazy um yeah i just i really hope because you're going to continue and it's going to show i really hope that the next couple years drafts are a lot stronger than this year because this year's draft yeah. was not very good. It does feel weak. 
when you look at this. Um, one nice thing is like the top, like the first half was absolute, right? Like Nikhil Harry's hard. We don't know because he's been on IR, but yeah. Josh Jacobs at the 101 has the most fantasy points of any rookie. Uh, well, out, outside of Kyler Murray, but outside of QBs, yeah, yeah, outside of QBs, he is the highest. And then Montgomery and Montgomery's at ninety nine, Sanders at ninety eight. Like you feel good about those picks, um, but yeah, DK, you feel good about DK. Yeah, really good about DK. You feel good about Kyler guys. Murray. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Y- yeah, Kyler Murray getting one hundred sixty six fantasy points so far on a crappy team. That's a great sign, in my opinion. Yeah, that um, really is. So anyway, the first round total was 926, second round total was 443. The total of the third rounders goes all the way down to 163. That's disgusting. You had 1 2 3 4 5 6 out of the 12 picks have zero fantasy points. Which is crazy. Gross. The only one that pops up. Wait, you off s- you said it was 166? Yeah, 163. 163. Yep, 163 of the 163 163 how many points is terry mclaurin 111 oh my gosh <laughs> so you're talking 11 guys have 50 points yep so the other points Reichwell armstead is 26 <laughs> uh kelvin Harmon has 15 and a half jjr sega whiteside three darwin thompson three josh oliver three that's disgusting but then miles gaskin now we might see some miles gaskin this latter half of the year um, zero but with it, Rodney Anderson. But to to get to Miles Gaskin, it took it, it took a suspension and a on a guy to be traded for him to play on one of the worst teams in the NFL. On on one of the worst teams ever. Yeah. Yeah, and he's smaller too. But yeah, yeah, it's another conversation. But now, Rodney Anderson, his career might be over with all the injuries. He's at a zero. I don't I don't know the story. I think Jay Sternberger is supposed to be coming back soon. Yeah, he's supposed to, he no he he played like one or two snaps last week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just read while I was doing this that Bryce Love, who also have a zero, um, he's getting another surgery. Like that dude has had so many <sighs> problems. It's just Good it's grief. sad. Um, because I remember around this time last year, he was a first rounder. He was like, yeah, he's gonna be a first rounder. You know, uh, another zero, Riley Ridley. I don't know the story on him. It looks like I don't think he's injured. He's on the Bears. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm dead serious. He's he's healthy. Yeah, it's it's just the fact that he's a on the Bears and b, um, there's actually like good wide receivers ahead of him, right? But they don't even get used. So like, how is he supposed to get used? Exactly. Yeah, sex is up, dude. Bruce Anderson at the three o three, also zero, and it's currently not even employed. I think he was. I think I read he was last on the Colts practice squad, but he yeah, couldn't he even stay on there. So, Okay, now round four. We do have – there's Daniel Jones, a QB, so it might be skewed a bit, but what, what's is. round four got? So round four, the total was 338. It actually jumped okay. up. So the round fours were technically better than the round threes. Which so blows Daniel, my mind. Daniel Jones had 111, has 111 points. Yeah. So, and like, then, 40% of that. Yep. At the 404, Hunter Renfro is 61 points. and looking pretty good. Uh, at the 407, Miles Gaskin is 34. And uh, you mean Miles Boykin. Miles Boykin. My bad. Yep. Uh, the 411, 
Preston Williams has 90.8. I can hear the young cheering Bef- now. Before the before going to IR, Preston yeah. Williams was a steal. And like, Dawson Knox at the dead last pick has been okay at 40 points. No, he's he's looked all right. Um, but bunch of zeros, Trayvon Williams, James Williams, Jalen Hurd, Karan Higdon, Will Greer, Travis Homer, Mike Weber. So this one's this one's a little bit zeros. harder to where it looks like with round four, like round three, there's a bunch of guys where it's like, oh, they're injured or oh, they just haven't gotten their shot. But round four, it's like they either are never gonna get their shot and you pretty much know it, or they're even cut, or they've actually popped off. Like it's kind right. of a it's it's actually more of a drastic take with, with these round four guys, which I think is interesting. Yeah, I think that I think it's interesting that I honestly thought round four would be close to irrelevant. And I'm definitely changing my opinion on that just looking at this because yeah. it's definitely the heaviest risk. Like yep. you're you're either getting zero, you're getting something, but if you get it wrong, you're not getting like thirty fantasy points. You're getting nothing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or you're either actually you hitting have, or you're completely missing. Yeah, like you have to cut him type miss. Um now there's like I'm looking at Jalen Hurd, even though he has a zero, you know, you're you might keep him on your team and see He's what he does. He's been hurt. And <laughs> the offense right. is explosive, so there's a chance. But right. like Trevion Williams, James Williams, Karan Higdon, uh, yeah, the Travis running backs Homer, especially Mike like, Weber, Mike Weber, none of them have a shot. Yeah, yeah. Like even so, Will Greer, like he probably is, won't really have much of a shot. Kyle Allen's doing well. Yeah. Like this draft was very risky running back wise. I know. I'm getting. Oh like, man, I'm getting pumped for next year's draft though. I'm. I'm. Oh, itching, I know. I'm itching for the season to be over, because I just want to. Like I, I was actually pretty much a bystander for this rookie draft. I had two picks in the second round. Um, one of them ended up kind of being a bust, and then one of them's pretty good. But like, I got to watch all of you guys go and trade and do all this stuff, and you guys were having a blast. And I was sitting there really, really jealous. And so this year it changes. I got a lot of picks, and I'm super pumped to be making some some big choices here. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not itching for the season to be over, just because I freaking love watching football. But well, yeah, you I, know what I'm saying. Though. I I know what you mean in context. Yeah, I get it. But like, what I am excited is so far away. But at the end of next football season, comparing the total rookie stats from this rookie draft to next year's rookie draft. Yeah. Just how yeah. it looks, what the trends are, because like these trends, even though this is like, you know, this is our first rookie draft and it's only halfway through the year of these rookies. Well, a little over half, but like these trends are what you look at when you're making picks. Right. Yep. So it'll be really interesting because what I'm looking at right now is especially in the later rounds, you were a lot safer taking a wide receiver than you were a running back. <laughs> yep. I mean, it was risky taking running backs. Even in the second round, it could be a little risky. So, yeah, I, yeah. I'm. If we just went off of this year, if this was like the average year, which I believe it's way below average, but if it was the average year for for rookie drafts, I'm selling all my picks because I can get way more value trading my picks away than drafting like it's not comfortable unless you have a really like top end round one pick 
you don't know what you're getting for sure. It's it's up in the air. So right. I'm really hoping that I think this year might be even a little bit tipping the scale in the opposite direction where it's better than average. And so I, I'm with you where I would love to kind of meet it in the middle and kind of see what what a real average is supposed to look like going forward. Right. And I'm also excited to see these players who have, you know, below 20 fantasy points, um, what it might look like at the end of the year. Because I know some of these guys haven't gotten a shot. Yeah. And they will. Who but also, like, I'll also be interesting to see at the end of next year what the what this year's wide receivers look like. Because the trend so far that we've seen in fantasy football is that um, wide receivers typically, if they make a big leap, it's in there. It's in year two. So yeah. I'll be super excited to see the the, Ilabel- the Isabellas, the Nikhil Harrys, the Miko Hardmans, the Jersey Sega White, White Saga. Yeah, all those guys see what they do in year two. We'll Scary be really Terry. Oh, good lord. <laughs> 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 no, man, I I love it. Thank you for doing that research. I uh, I think I'm not the only one that appreciates it. I think it's it's really really good stuff, um, and I'm with you that in the coming years we got to look back on this and check it out and and I think that'll change and, and mold our minds with how we value picks and and moving forward with this. And I also Absolutely. think like we talked to Zach Viss like if if in the future we have to redo a whole like beginning draft because someone wins the Empire Pot. Like all of this kind of stuff will bake into how we even do a complete dynasty draft all over again. Um, yeah. Because we can look at these rookies and be like, yeah, it, it took these rookie tight ends like three years to do anything. Yep. Uh, and so maybe don't value them in a in a complete redraft all over again. So I think yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. Even in like two, three years, we're going to look at this first rookie draft and be like, man, it's crazy. We did this or we did that. Or this was you know, a bonehead pick. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nikhil Harry at the one uh, 104 was the worst pick of all time. <laughs> or, I don't think so. Or he could be the best. He could be the next Randy Moss. You never know. Yeah. I actually – do you think he's going to be good? I do. I do think so. I think yeah. he has the measurables. I, I think he's going to be fantasy relevant – I don't see him being a Randy Moss, but I see him being fantasy relevant. The thing that scares me is I feel like the reason why Bill Belichick got rid of Josh Gordon was because he sees something in Nikhil Harry. It's possible. Because, because Nikhil Harry is supposed to come back soon. And so I think I think he's ready to fire up Nikhil Harry, and, and he's going to do well. So I think he's going to be It's possible. G-Money would yeah. be pumped. Yeah, he needs a break, so I'll, I'll root for that. I'll root for that all day. Yep. Yeah. All right, dude. Thank you for joining me so much on the podcast. We have been going way longer than normal. Like, yeah. We've, we've been in, like, the high 20s, low 30s. We're at, like, 47, 48 minutes. Holy crap. It's a good experience. But that's good. More time for uh, people to pretend to work. I'm looking at yeah. you, Dykstra and DeYoung, and you guys <laughs> yeah. can just listen to this instead. Yeah, what are they talking about? Sitting in the car together? Like, yeah, what was that love fest that was yeah, going on? What? They, they, hey, they just we they just we want to drive together and and listen to this all all week long. Good grief! Just, what's happening? They just 
casually mentioned that in the <laughs> chat. They're like, oh, yeah, we can watch it. We can listen to it in the car. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's cool. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> oh, nothing, nothing better than a Saturday drive for those boys. That's right. Good. Nothing great. better to do. <laughs> They're not uh, killing the world with their looks, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, I'll get this up quicker than a Saturday night. But, uh, <laughs> well, we'll that see. was my fault on that. <laughs> to, to be determined. Yeah, freaking no. Yeah, I sent it. Oh, okay, perfect. I, I load it up, start listening. It's freaking last week's podcast. Good grief. <laughs> that was rough. You're the best. All right, dude. Take it easy, and uh, I'll catch you next time. See ya.